Who's tired of bad news? Don't you just want something that makes you smile, laugh, or feel good? Whether you start your day with this podcast or listen when you need a mood boost, your daily chocolate is a quick, calorie-free way to feel good. In less than 15 minutes, you'll hear funny stories, clean jokes, and interviews with inspirational people. Your host, Patty Deutsch, is bound and determined to counterbalance all the negativity that's out there today. Just give yourself a moment to indulge in these bite-sized stories. It'll be good for you. This story really doesn't need much of an introduction. It's a new friend of mine, Tanya Turker, and she relays about how a trip to a job fair turned into an adventure that will give you chills in a good way. I hope you enjoy. Tanya, great to have you here. Thanks for having me. This is really fun. Yeah. Well, I hear you've got a great story to tell. You know what? It is one of my favorite stories. Um, Oh, and I'm not going to give it away, but there's a part A and part B and part B just (laughs) talks about yeah, why it's one of my favorite stories. So it was um, my background is that I'm a nurse practitioner, which means I went to nursing school first. So it was the last semester of my bachelor of science in nursing. And they had these job fairs. And as I was telling you, I live in British Columbia and we're in the interior, which means that if you're going to go to any big job fairs, you have to drive like four hours on highway driving and you're in the middle of nowhere for a good part of it. And so you don't really want to do it by yourself. So I was going to go with um, a guy who was in my nursing class. And my friend says to me, are you sure you're up for this? Because Neil, the guy I was going to go with, he always has an adventure. Nothing goes smoothly. And I was like, you know what? I thought about that and I'm up for the adventure. And so she said, okay, just as long as you're prepared. I said, yes, I'm there. I'm prepared. I know this isn't going to go smoothly. Um, So we are about an hour away um, from home in the middle of nowhere. And there's this dog running along the side of the highway. And Neil, the guy I'm with is like, I know this area. I worked in forestry. There are no houses around here. I bet someone abandoned that poor dog. I bet they just dumped him. And so he's starting to get fuming. And he's like, that's it. We have to save this dog. So we pull over on this this major highway, call the dog. And lo and behold, it comes running to us and jumps in the car that we're in. And, and I'm a little bit taken aback. I'm like, no, no, I knew there was going to be an adventure. Right. Here we are rescuing a dog. Yep. Roll with it. <laughs> yeah, go with it. <laughs> and uh, Neil starts to sneeze and his eyes start to water. I was like, what is going on with you? He's like, oh, I am really, really allergic to dogs. Oh. I said, was this a good plan then? He's like, well, we couldn't just leave him there because I know that there are no houses around here. He would have just gotten hit by a car. He would have died. I was like, okay, going with it. So we we keep driving. He's like, do you need an antihistamine or what what do you need? He's like, yeah, I'll get something. Just make sure the dog stays in the backseat. I was like, okay. So within 10 minutes, we've named this dog um, and we named him Buddy. And (laughs) Buddy was so sweet and just laid down in the backseat. was very happy to accompany us. 20 minutes or I guess like an hour later. Some reality starts to set in and we, we're going to this job fair. Right. <laughs> what are we going to do with Buddy? <laughs> and Neil says, well, I don't know. I didn't really think about that. I was like, well, he's like, I guess we just leave him in the car. I was like, well, it's a cool spring day. So he's not going to overheat, but you can't just leave a dog in the car. Right. And we don't know this dog. We don't know if he's potty trained. So we decide that we'll just take turns going out to the car every half hour, letting him out, looking after him. Um, and then we're almost there. And 
we say, well, we don't know if this dog's eaten anything or drank anything. Right. It's a good thing neither of us had children yeah. because it literally <laughs> took hours for us to come to these like next step conclusions. So we pulled over to a little town that we had passed and Neil says, let's get him a steak. He's wow. had a heart. Oh, <laughs> no, Neil, we're not getting him a steak. <laughs> we will get him dog food. He says, well, if we're just getting him dog food, we have to get him dog treats too. Okay. So we find a pet store. We buy him a leash. We buy him dishes. We buy him dog food. We buy him dog treats. And Buddy is now very well taken care of. And we we go to our job fair and we take turns coming out. And thankfully this dog is potty trained because we don't have any accidents. The car isn't ripped up. Like good dog. So yeah. <laughs> probably five or six hours later, we are heading home and Again, another epiphany that what are we going to do with this dog? Like right. Neil has been rubbing his eyes, sneezing, oh. coughing. He's now getting a little bit swollen. Oh. Um, so Neil cannot take this dog. And I lived with other people. I rented a room at a house. So I can't take this dog. So we start making phone calls when we're in cell reception. Because again, we are in the middle of nowhere on this highway to get home. So as we come in and out of cell reception, we're making calls and Neil's trying to convince people to put it on the radio, put a shout out that if anybody knows who this dog is, this is where we found him. Everyone we talk to says, no, we can't take him. Oh, so we're in, we're probably 45, 50 minutes from home. We've exhausted all of our efforts for where are we going to put this dog? Yeah. And now we're just, I don't know. We're just it's like, well. <laughs> It's our dog, I guess. When the next thing happens, the next thing happens. And we get back close to the place where we have ha found Buddy. And that was eight, 10 hours earlier. And there is a man walking up and down this four-lane highway. No. And Neil says, do you think he's looking for the dog? I was like, no way. No way. We found this dog eight hours ago. There's no way. I said, but pull over, pull over, maybe. So he pulls over and we are, so four lane highway, people are driving, you know, 70 miles an hour. We're on one side of the highway. This guy's on the other side of the highway. And Neil yells out in between semi-trucks. Hey, hey, did you, um, are you looking for a dog? And the guy looks at him. He goes, what did you say? He says, are you looking for a dog? He's like, don't, don't mess with me, man. Don't mess with me. Don't mess with me, man. And Neil's like, no, no, seriously. We, we found a dog here earlier this morning. Are you looking for a dog? And this guy starts to cry. Oh, He starts running across the four lane highway. Oh. And Neil's like, buddy, don't get like, dude, don't get hit. Don't get hit. And so he, he manages to get to our side of the road and Neil kind of gestures to me to bring the dog out. So I get Buddy out of the back seat and start walking. And when the guy sees the dog, he collapses onto his knees, bawling. Oh. And I let the dog off the leash and he goes running to him. And the guy gives him a big hug and says, Bud, Buddy. No way. Yes, that was actually the dog's name. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So once he had given his dog lots of love and calmed down a little bit, we asked him what was going on. And his girlfriend had been driving to his house. They lived a few hours away from each other and had gotten in a car accident and had been bringing Buddy home to him. And they got it and she got in a car accident. She was the only one in the vehicle and she was unconscious. 
And so the ambulance took her to the hospital, but didn't realize that there was an animal in the vehicle because the oh. dog had jumped out. Yeah. So by the time they got a hold of him, he had come up to the highway. And when we passed him going back, he had been searching for this dog for four hours and had almost given up. Oh my gosh. What a great story. It was such a good story. And it's just one of those like feel good. Oh, you didn't have to figure out what to do with the dog. <laughs> I'm just amazed that you called him by his name. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It was very, it was just so many things that are one of those give you chills stories. Yeah. yeah. Very. So part two now. Okay. <laughs> um, and this is just funny. It's not quite so give you chills, but I had told my best friend about the story. The one that had warned me, the one that said, are you yeah. sure you're up for this adventure? <laughs> So I said, you're right. <laughs> have this adventure. Um, so two years later, she has decided that maybe nursing isn't for her. And she has decided to go to acting school. So I was visiting her um, and we were going to go out with some of her friends from acting school. And we're driving there. And she says to me, I have to tell you something. I'm really embarrassed. I was like, what? She goes, well, you remember that story about Buddy? I said, yeah. So I was in acting class and we had to write a moving story that was real, that it happened to us. <laughs> and I couldn't think of anything. So I wrote about Buddy. I didn't. And then I was picked on. So my friend was chosen to read her story in front of the class. And so she read the story about Buddy and everyone, you know, got chills, thought it was a wonderful right. story. And then her teacher starts saying, so how did you feel? Let's draw on that emotion. <laughs> she says, I was too far in. I couldn't say that it hadn't happened to me. And that I had just, you know, taken your story. She said, so I went with it and I, um, and I, you know, she did the whole activity with all the emotions and this was three, six months ago. And she has still not come clean to her acting class that it wasn't her story. And now we're going to go and have coffee with all of these people. She's like, so if the topic of buddy comes up, can you just say it was my story? That's <laughs> funny. It was very funny. So the topic of buddy did not come up, but still, I feel like we have this, like we share the story. Yeah, it it really happened to both of yeah. us. <laughs> and it'll soon be on the big screen. No doubt. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> When she gets her big break, there'll be a movie called Buddy. Buddy. Uh, hey, I'd go see that movie. Yeah. I that really think the... you can make something of it, right? Absolutely. You could... I yeah. mean, there's there's great movies about dogs, you know, traveling hundreds of miles to find their owner to gain them. Oh, I love that. Well, and I, the parts I didn't tell you is that we were close to getting in a car accident ourselves on the way there. Like it was just, it really was just one thing after another that day, but. The sweetest part was, yeah, that Buddy got reunited with his owner and that he didn't even get a name change over that eight yeah. hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. And, and so fortunate that nobody that you called wanted to take him, you know? Yes. Yes. Everything just worked out exactly Everything the way. Perfect. Yeah. I love it. Thank you for sharing that. Thanks for letting me share my story. It's yeah, yeah it's one of my one of my favorites. I love it. Man, how can you not love that story? I tell you, I've listened to it several times now and I still find myself laughing out loud and smiling the way she tells it. Listen, if you've got a story like that, something that makes you smile every time you tell it or laugh out loud, I'd love to hear it. Contact me on yourdailychocolate.com 
And if I use the story or if I interview you, you'll get a special gift. How's that? So next week, tune in. We've got a friend of mine, Georgie Alexander, who's a serial entrepreneur and uh, really believes in the concept of paying it forward. I think you'll enjoy hearing from her. Have a great week.